Any opinions expressed are my own and do not reflect the opinions of anyone outside of Independent Left Media, LLC. Indie Left, Indie Left, News and Politics and all the rest. So much to do on the YouTube, so they curate a list for you. You'll want to watch your favorite creator or have a chat on Discord later. But you better get hip to Indie Left. Indie Left. Indie News. Okay, we've got the card up. And Don't. we are waiting for all of the platforms to come up and you go set a timer for 12 20. okay 12 20 a.m it's for 19 minutes and 21 seconds my and guess that's starting is now hello twitch twitch is awake good morning twitch how about youtube twitch. youtube is wide awake hello youtube of course YouTube, are right we? now i'm the only are one we live are, are are we live? Yeah, I I think we. I are. think we're live. Well then, we let's, let's say hi everybody. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. What's up? We've got three people watching already, and I know that I'm one of them on Twitter and uh, on Twitch, and one of them on YouTube. So we know we'll have at least two people watching the whole time tonight. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're also live on Facebook. We're live on Odyssey. We are live on Twitter. So we're everywhere that you want to be, that you're watching, and yet there's nobody else here. Ah. <coughs> well, it so is mid. Okay, here. It is midnight. midnight, and 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 we're here, and that and that's all that really matters, right? In the end. In the end, it's all it's all about whether we're here covering the stories, right? Kidding. Yeah. So, I wanted to, of course, we have to go through all like the particulars and the the usuals, which is welcome everybody to. How did we miss that? How do we miss welcome. that? Yep. How do we miss that? Is a show. Oh, Jared and Darlene, welcome, welcome. Hi, Art. Right. You are not invisible. Yay. Okay. Okay. It's not showing up live yet. Um, I guess my restreamed integrated chat is a little a little uh off let's wait for a couple of people to come in before we actually start do, up do the whole thing but i started to jump into it but of course now we've got all, all everybody jumping into chat the the stream alerts went out hopefully to twitter i know that we sent out a Substack alert to everybody um thank you for being here thank you for coming tonight got a lot of really cool stories that let me guess how did so how did we miss all of that it's it's really pretty crazy um there are so many stories that come at us on a on a weekly basis that it's it's impossible to absorb it all so reef impossible talk a little bit about your week what 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 have you been up to uh so far this week oh um got some e-bikes for pops did that put them together all that stuff it was his birthday this week so we did that um other than that not much got stuff ready for my show did some after effects work 
Got some stuff started with that. Beautiful. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the smoke in the camera. You can see that now. That's nice. Yes, his house is not mm-hmm. on fire, everybody. That is that is an effect. <laughs> That's don't, that don't, is, worry. don't don't freak like freak out at the image you see at your TV screen. Don't freak out! Don't freak out! That's a new. That's a new subscriber. Thank you for for subscribing. Invalid. Oh, we got raided. Oh, yay! Nikki raided us. Did Nikki raid us? Yay! Oh, have it. I should awesome. pull it up on Thank Twitch you. as well. Yeah, I've got us up on yeah. Twitch. A raided me with a party of twelve. Thank you, A. Thank you, everybody who's coming in from Twitch. Welcome. We're just getting started. This is this is indie. Uh, I'm on the le- uh, I'm on the left. I'm the bird, and then you've got Reef. Reef, uh, you don't have your name played up, Reef, so that everybody knows where oh, you are and I can do that. how huh. to find you on Twitch. Oh wow, look at this! We're getting a bunch. Ramsey, welcome. Ramsey's good peeps. Ramsey's from the Hinkle Hinkle family. Toku, how are you? Welcome. Thank everybody for coming in. Uh, awesome. All right. So, oh, banging in my ear all over the place. I love it. Ah, we're getting raided from Nikki. Hi, Radical Leftist Agenda. Thank you. Well, actually, so let's get to it for a second. Welcome, everybody, to How Did We Miss That? How Did We Miss That as a show going through a few stories we haven't seen covered anywhere in le- anywhere else in leftist media, co-hosted with this guy, Reef Breland, from the Door Discord. Howdy, howdy. All the stories were featured in our Substack Leftist Today and at the top of, le- of independentleft.news this week. So we wanted to give a shout out to the patrons and Kofi supporters of the channel and of the network and of this project. And a couple of them are actually here tonight. We've got Jared in chat. Thank you, Jared. Uh, Eric, Eric, I'm sure will be here soon if he's not already. Hi, Valerie. Welcome. We've also got Richard. Richard has been a, our longest supporter and he never shows up at the streams, but we really appreciate him. He's he, he's a patron supporter. And we had two new Patreon supporters this week, which was really exciting. And it happened all nice. quickly. So Radical Leftist Agenda, welcome to the to the Independent Left News supporter family. And Les Bones, Bones, welcome. Oh, see, there's Eric, Eric Thomas. We've got we've got the loyals and the family. And and of course, couldn't we, we wouldn't be able to exist without all the volunteers that, that help. Uh, specifically Nicole and thank you, Nicole. I don't know if Nicole's going to make it tonight, but I sent it over, uh, to her, the, the link and Darlene, who is here. Thank you, Darlene. Darlene posts all the links into, into Facebook every day, twice a day. And a special shout out to our, our, our buddy, Mad Maz. He did some really nice clipping this week. Uh, KRTD asked a couple of people what they thought of independent left news and mm. and fiorella and misty had some really nice things to say about us and and it was maz that that did the favor and was really nice to to go in and clip that out for for us and and send that over and give us the file so thank you maz we've been talking with him a lot this week and good peeps hanging out yep. in discord good good deal uh again wanted to remind everybody the podcast is back and it's an audio version of this show essentially so if you if you miss it or if you want to direct anybody to it and they don't want to actually watch it on YouTube, you can always head over to anchor.fm slash independent left news and to, to subscribe um, or find us on Spotify. We have um, we have that on on Spotify. Um, so we have got a whole slew of stories uh, featured in independent left news. 
and in leftists today. So I start every show just by showing everyone what the current leftists today and independent left news look like. So these are the most recent editions that were published. We publish twice a day uh, tonight. Mm. Actually, I haven't refreshed because tonight. Oh, you know what? While I'm here. I need to go into YouTube studio because the embed does not work and it turns off once we go live for whatever reason. So let me go and fix that right now while we're talking so that when I go to the Substack, it actually shows in there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Allow embedding. See, <laughs> they unchecked the damn box. Why do they do that to me? YouTube. It's not, it's YouTube not makes me crazy. It's not yet, but we will. Okay, so now watch this. Watch this. For the first time ever, I'm going to go live to our Substack with it actually embedded and not a gray box saying that it can't be embedded. Yay! Nice. Check that Proud out. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Technology. Technology. And we, we of have course, you ever have... seen that video? Yes. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Where the guy's like, why are people scared of technology? And then it cuts to him on the street. With a big sign, just like yelling at someone who's not ready for it. technology, like just like freaking them out. So I love I that video. So this this is actually a link to tonight's stream uh, on our Substack yep. leftist today. You can see titled what we're up. You've got to. all the articles in there, right? Really cool. I, I'm gonna put the articles in afterwards, but of course After. I don't I don't want to give everyone links and and you know bury the lead, like spoil um, them. Yeah, exactly. And plus they're all in there anyway. You. But we'll do that. Probably could you probably could add a substack to this, another like article in here. Probably, yeah. but I just wanted yeah. to call attention to our link tree. Uh, that is a really cool tool, and it's for free. Anybody can set one up, and this is all of our links. So actually, you can go to to the show, and this is a link to this current uh show on YouTube. And they're all if you look if you look down there in the doobly do. Our uh, link tree is probably in the description on both Twitch and uh, yep. YouTube's. Yep, over there somewhere. Down there. All right. Especially then, scroll down to the bottom of that, that Patreon and Cash app. Super yep, useful. Yep. There, there is a Patreon and a Cash app. That we, we do have ways to, to hook us up. Coffee. Coffee. I do Feel drink a lot of coffee. All so. of your Putin checks. We will take Putin checks by the bucket list. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we just want everybody to come hang out honestly uh, uh your patronage yeah. is really enough for for us and, and subscribing to the newsletter and subscribing to the website which is a fire hose and joining the discord server which is even more of a fire hose this is tonight's yep. edition this was completely automated by the bot i did not edit or manipulate or adjust this this is just what was pulled in our friends over at the mountain wrote a story about how Johnson & Johnson, 38,000 women out of court settlements, yep. how they filed bankruptcy. Pretty crazy. Which one do we prefer? Well, so if you don't want a, a huge fire hose of, of content, you start with the leftists today because that's going to give you like a bite-sized summary of the top stories every day. All right. Then if you want to kind of move up from there and you say, you know what, I need a ton of stories and I want to see everything that's out there and all the, the different sources that independent left news grabs, that's where you go to independent left news and you've got a, a lot more content than you see at leftist.today where there's usually five or six articles and five or six videos in each edition here. There could be like 75 articles and 75 videos per edition. All right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the discord, 
is just where everybody kind of hangs out afterwards and that's a good time um and that's 24 7 and that's engaged with a community of of people that are all fans of all the streamers and and there's and each streamer and each outlet has their own channel that automates all of their content into that channel dedicated um and it's it's an interesting different way to consume news all in one centralized place that didn't really exist before so really really cool stuff uh again i wanted to call thank you for looking at the link tree and all the the, the patreon subscriptions all the the donations everything you guys do is just amazing i've seen the Substack growing tremendously i'm i'm jumping ahead a little bit but but just the growth in the subscriber count and everything just appreciate everybody doing that and we've got some other big things that are that are on the horizon and uh, we're going to be making some announcements in the next couple of weeks and stay tuned for all of that uh did want to yeah. get did did want to get started for tonight's stories cuz there are we do have a bunch um and let's go back to the thumbnail for one second for our buddy over here switch the window and now for something completely different and our first story and our first theme is called what the f is going on at u.s universities now this one caught me from i think it was the corporate crime reporter which is a website that russ from ralph nader's organization had started and right Ooh, that's a little I, I, I fix it there it goes so what what this article is talking about is this guy so this is a really good website republic report again reporting on corruption i'm always looking to follow the money shuttered for-profit college was run by an industry perennial so it's looking at this guy okay brad odell uh that's mm -hmm. one of them but but th this guy's another one and his name is jim tolbert all right. Okay. And he's connected to all these other guys. And basically what's happening here is that the they are in this for-profit college ring, essentially, that they disavow the dead school as a wayward abuser. But essentially, it's the same people that keep popping up that are bilking students mm -hmm. and would-be students and want, you know, students who are looking for a degree and, and to better themselves in life. And they're, they're essentially stealing their money, stealing the government's money that's giving them grants and giving them um, giving them some kind of uh, a subsidy in order to fund these students, including military and GI Bill students. It's really gross. I mean, some of these people, they put thousands. Of, I, I believe Trump University was one of these, but I don't know if these people were ever connected to Trump University. But what what they are saying is is that Vista College, which was based in Texas, offered programs in medical assistance, IT, cosmetology, business, and other fields. Okay, and it illustrates how for-profit college executives, mostly a group of white men presiding over schools that deceive, overcharge, and undereducate women of color and other struggling Americans, recycle themselves over and over. Very gross. So they, they specifically talk about this guy, Jim Tolbert, all right, from, and he's Vista College. He's the CEO, which is Education Futures Group. And they've been turned, been owned by Prospect Partners, 
and Prospect has an all-white male team with a female officer providing diversity. Right? Oh, nice. Right. He formed the college chain that became Vista with Prospect par- Partners in 0506. And now look at that. The Prospect Partners page boasting of their investment in Vista, Vista now disappeared, but it's still featured on the Education Futures Group homepage. So they haven't cleaned up their full mess yet. Right. This this whole thing just grossed me out. And I said, there's no way I haven't seen anybody talking about for profit colleges in quite a while. Um, yeah. Really, since the Obama administration. And I think I wonder how predatory XP college and like nine, Windows 95 college are doing, <laughs> because apparently Vista College, pretty terrible. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, I- iOS College that, is definitely that's an IT doing, joke right there. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I- iOS College should be doing a little better, probably. But yeah, here we go. Ugh. Office management, its programs in medical insisting and office management flunked the Obama administration's gainful employment rule, which, before it was canceled by Betsy DeVos, aimed to weed out programs that buried students in debt. And such performance failures were apparently not how they measured itself and in a profile they 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 described themselves of course as wildly successful so yeah he is a man of the for-profit college industry and here's here's the the serial bilking that you see so he scaled the heights of their central lobbying group serving as the chairman of the career college association which is yeah now called Career Education Colleges and Universities, CECU, you know, and again, this is this is the ITT text, and they talk about here, he was previously CFO and an investor in another chain, Virginia College, which also went belly up. He left Virginia College soon after its recapitalization, in which 80% of the company was acquired by another equity, private equity firm. And that's when they started to build the operation that turned into Vista together. Wow. Yeah. They found a bit of a, a, a grift. All right. So in 2018, they suddenly shut down 70 campuses across the country. How about that? Including Virginia and Brightwood. Okay. And like yeah. previously shuttered chains like Corinthian and ITT Tech, financial problems, poor student outcomes, troubles with, with accreditation, and problems with law enforcement. Problems. All over. Okay, so Problems. again, it's it's just, yeah. So before joining Virginia College, he, according to his bio, was founder and CEO of College Career College Loan Company. So this guy has spent an entire lifetime, and guess where he worked? McKinsey, Disney, and Morgan Stanley. That makes so much sense. So so this this guy was, was a corporate hack who then realized that he could rip off the poor for the rest of his life and make millions off the government and the poor and the military. So rather than attending a for-profit college, he himself got a BA in economics from Wharton and an MBA from university of Chicago. So not like he really believes in the private, uh, uh, the, the, um, for-profit college industry himself when it comes to his own schooling, a little hypocritical, right? So, yeah. But when Vista shut down, this is the worst it, it informed them, veterans, single moms, by email. This guy got a message while at the movie celebrating finishing his course. And then the phone lines automatically disconnected. 
it's not easy trying to find another school. Okay. They were seeing significant decreases in their school population. Is It was the excuse. And so for the best interest, we decided to suspend enrollment. And are they returning everybody's money? Yeah, I, I would tend to say no. Because, again, she told the same TV station she had more than $23,000 in student loans for a medical assist program. These people need to be prosecuted. These people need to be put in jail. But, of course, they have money, and they'll buy off the right people, and they will... You know, oh, that, you know, you know what? You know what? I I think I think this is the perfect time for a super high <laughs> right here. Hey Google, but... stop. Sorry for everyone's Googles at home. So uh, for for everyone who doesn't and... know, so so Reef Reef stands for Reefer, and that that seriously yep. is is what he's named for. Uh, my parents grew up in the seventies. What do you want from me? That's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm jealous. But uh, yep. So four four twenty somewhere. It is four twenty somewhere. I believe it's Lisbon, so Portugal. Just, That's my favorite place on. If Earth. I just hit this button, we get bong cam. All right, so I think we're just about done with this story. Oh wait, I didn't switch so that so that they could actually see your bong cam. Sorry. I think I think they saw it. Yeah, they saw I think it, it was over. probably there somewhere. And I'm covering up your, your no. nameplate. I just noticed. So let me. You can always bring bring mini bong cam in the bottom. We can. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's right. I can do a second screen cap. And let me turn off the links because that's kind of distracting. And let me move Reef down a little bit. Ah, there he is. Click on that. Let's bring him down to right there. Aha. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And I'm cutting off your, your your screen. There we go. Now we're good. Nice, nice. Okay. So now you got the double cam. Nice. There you go, Reef. Yep. I'm getting another uh, arm for my the bomb cam too. This one's terrible and janky. Is it? Mm -hmm. Well janky janky yeah. would be terrible. Yeah. So I got one of those fancy ones. Remember the ones you were looking at the other day that was like, oh, oh that's a really those, nice, <laughs> those that's were a really sweet. nice mic arm. Those were yeah, really I was sweet. like, yeah, they are. Yeah, it was like that. that that's a that's a $100 mic arm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So again, it says yep. if it passes prologue, Jim Tolbert may be back running a for-profit college soon, just as longtime industry executives like, and they <laughs> name them up, keep, keep popping up to run new for-profit colleges. Okay. Somehow you can't, you, they can't stop some, I don't know how, get them in jail. The money is way too good, and the con is way too easy. Yeah. Share this article. Subscribe to Republic Report. That's the name of the publication that is putting this out. What was that movie with um, Louis Black? College. Making the college. It was, it was called, was it. No, it was, no, it was called Accepted. That's a great. That's that one of my it. favorites. I love that movie. There's oh. a lot of really funny movies. Like the, it's the greatest flavor that you've ever. It's every great flavor combined together. Okay, Reef is taking another rip while we're switching and transitioning screens, but he doesn't see that. So now we'll <laughs> go back and we will go to main screen, and we'll continue our theme of what the f is going on in American universities. 
I recognize this university. Again, thank goodness for our friends over at Fred Hampton Leftist and for Afini. And this was from yeah. Jamal Rich, who was writing for Black Agenda Report. Amazing publication. South Harvard Institute of Technology. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I had the I I had the uh, Swanee Hamilton Institute of Technology that was near me. That was that was where I. Well, uh, we always called it the like, Sam Houston, like, the Sam Houston Institute yeah. of Technology. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah. like they were actually going to name it that, and I was, and everyone was like, "You sure about that?" And they, so they changed it. So this so. is this is the story. I think we we talked a little bit about this last week. Um, what these activist students are doing is they have they're sitting in on on one of the halls and they've taken it over for better part of a week at this point and they are reinstatement of the, so they're looking for trustee positions it's not just about the living conditions which are horrifying alone but then we also have what's going on uh, with the board and they're trying to silence the student voices and the, the faculty voices within the board of trustees. So you've got some, some protesting mm -hmm. happening here and you've got a takeover of one of the buildings. And what did they do in, in response? They shut down the student financial aid office, which was in a whole other building. It's called the Blackburn takeover. So for yeah. about a week, Students at Howard have been protesting horrible living conditions inside some of the dorms on campus. So mold and all yeah. sorts of gross yep. nonsense. So you, there have been all kinds of tweets. This was News One covered this. And again, I'm going to put all the links in the chat after or in the um, description after the stream is over, so you'll be able to to see all of them. Look at that. Look at but that nonsense. They're asking us to relocate from our dorm, even though it's flooding. And I already slipped and fell today. You can see that there's water, active water dripping in there. That's gross. Okay. Oh, and the insulation, you can tell, is just matted and wet. And, and here's, here's yeah, mold photos. Bad. Yeah. Okay, again. That's like actual fungus. Like actual culture. Search hashtag Blackburn Takeover on Twitter and you'll be able to see this. This is another one. Yeah. Fox, the, the local Fox affiliate caught some of the, my, the, the mice that were eating. Their, I think that's a cork board. Yeah, some of the mold like, problems that we're at. Yeah, here's here's a mold cover. It's like a picture frame. frame, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay, <laughs> and... So they they're asking for support again. They were they were camped out and taken over the building. Always dangerous to open up Twitter. Never yeah. know what's going to pop up. Make sure those messages are closed. Well, suits are good. Yeah, Message it automatically them. opens up open, and I don't like that. I know. I really. There's don't. probably a way to change that. They make a stream on Twitter. That's what they need. You know. So you've got students camping out, students forming lines of solidarity. I believe yeah, so Feeney was in the building at one point. Yeah. And providing support. And they were Let's collecting funds also. Students sleeping during the, the inhumane protest. And then they were, again, during Parents Weekend, and it was Parents Weekend at Howard this weekend. 
you had yeah. students no, camped out tents. in tents. Look at this. Students protesting throughout the night. Good. No housing crisis, but we have mold growing everywhere. <sighs> okay, lay it on its face. Oh, my God. There's Holy. Oh, my fucking oh God. God. What? They're flipping out. Oh, my oh fucking God. God. Yeah, it's it, like. It's everywhere. It's really bad. Okay, so again, this News One article really has a good summary of, of the tweets. Oh, and look who it is. It's By the way, me. people, hemp, hemp insulation can help you deal with moisture. Just saying. Um, Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Stand in solidarity with the students. And somebody said there's multi-million dollar grants from the wealthiest of the wealthy. What are they doing? How are they not taking care of, of their kids? And that, that they're living in these moldy conditions and they're going to have respiratory issues. and all Again, rats and roaches in the cafe, students without housing, mold in the limited housing available. This is, this is disgraceful. And this needs to be attention them, called. Can we send them marshmallows? Needs like to have big more tents. light shown on it. Yeah, it's yeah, for sure. It's really, really bad. So, just wanted everybody to to be aware that this was happening and and appreciate anybody sharing and letting people know about what's happening here and and that these students are not ignored and that they're not alone. There was a mutual I mean, aid fund, right? I think I think people posted that. There, bunch there, of places, there was so. some kind of a fund for them. And again, if you search hashtag Blackburn Takeover or search hashtag Howard U, you'll find a lot of stuff having to do with these protests. Again, this was on the 14th. So this was uh, 10 days ago. Everybody camped out. Here, hashtag uh, uh, Cash App the Live Movement will give direct support to protesters, such as with supplies. Um, ca uh, cash app dollar sign housing students one eight six seven raises money for students struggling with off campus homeless students students living paycheck to paycheck etc. That's really helpful. <clears throat> so again, just just terrible. And and these are like it costs a ton of money to to attend howard i don't i don't yeah. know what the annual tuition for howard is but i think it's north of thirty thousand dollars a semester i remember i remember berkeley was trying to get me to go and just the housing cost alone was like it was more than it was way more than tuition was and it was ridiculous tuition was already crazy you know like colin gets modded welcome colin Toku's gonna get modded. Everybody's popping in now on Twitch. Good stuff. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our next. So that was our what the f is happening in Colin College. Colin here. Hi, Colin. What's up, Colin? Holly Horn, welcome. Is Holly modded? Holly should be so, modded. Yeah. I think Holly's modded. If not, she'll, yeah, she, everybody's. Hi, Emma Parker. Welcome, should, Emma Parker, to the stream. She mod me. How are mod you? Mod me on Twitch. Wait, you're not modded on Twitch? I didn't even know you were following me. You have to follow? Bring, bring. We'll get that wonderful sound. 
So welcome everybody. Do I have to, do um, I have to follow? I don't know. You you, you kind of do. You kind of do. Should be followed. Uh, oh, I have the, yeah, I have the heart pressed. You, I'm following. You, you need you need to run to the freezer real quick. Um, you mean the one that's six feet away from me? Yeah, let's back off and uh, be the change. Todd, welcome. How are you? Good to see you tonight as well. Thanks for coming in. Toku, hi. How are you? Welcome. Trans Marxist, welcome everybody. Oh, it's so good. Every all all. This is family. That's love it. All right, these these are the regulars. Darlene, what's going on? All right, so our next story. I'm prepared. We have got. A Jaeger bomb. I'm prepared. Nice. I am prepared. I am running out though. I'm gonna have to get a bigger bottle probably. If well, we're gonna continue if we, to do if, it like this. Yeah, well, if we're gonna keep doing Robbie stories and we're gonna keep doing Robbie stories, you're gonna we're gonna need more more Jaeger. And I'll take I'll I'll take a drink of coffee and toast to Robbie. Okay, guess I'm finishing it today. Cheers. Cheers, Robbie. Cheers. Robbie is stuff. the best at finding the money, and he's the man when it comes to Colonial Pipeline. And actually, there was another story he put out today on Politify on his Substack about Colonial Pipeline. But this one is one that definitely got skipped over because it's quite inconvenient to a lot of the people, especially on Twitch, unfortunately. Uh Twitch tends to be a little bit more of a of a Libby audience. So let let's share this around to all of our friends over on Twitch uh, and let them know that some of these found some of these dark money groups are uh, are being funded by Soros foundations. All right, this Open Society Foundation online grant database, he provides tens of millions of dollars of funding to quote-unquote progressive and center-left political groups during the last election cycle yeah it tastes like college okay so now that you <laughs> now that you did that now i can mod you very easily use uh, what did i oh did i just i just deleted your message nice should i block him what do you think yeah i know i did i hit the wrong no. button i did it i'm 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 modding from I'm doing stream manager for my phone on twitch so again soros uh, newly released information gives a clearer picture that the 1630 fund, the Open Society Foundations, gave nearly $17 million to one of the most prominent dark money groups in the cycle, the 1630 fund, which spent nearly $16 million funding pro-Biden super PACs. Future Forward, American Bridge, Unite the Country, PACRONIM. Others who blanketed the airways of political ads, right? So, so this is a way that they that they wash the money through the dark, you know, through the super PACs and through the sixteen thirty fund. But it's still all coming from the same place. Now, where did it go? Let's see. His most prominent avenue may have come in the form of his democracy pack. It's always follow the money. All right, so. Designed to transfer large form sums from his fund for policy reform dark money group over to pol to other political groups, mostly other super PACs. And his investment in democracy PAC was one of the largest he made last year, coming in at over $75 million. I literally see Dr. I literally see Dr. Evil with his, with his pinky finger to his mouth when I say that. 
Yeah. So democracy PACs spent over 63 million funding dozens of PACs and SMPs, Senate majority PACs, Priorities USA, American Bridge, all these dark money organizations that are infiltrating our airwaves. So Open Society gave 7 million to America Votes, another liberal dark money initiative. Again, Robbie's the best. If you're not subscribed to Politify, please subscribe to Politify News. Jaeger.substack.com. He's also at Robleto Fire, R O B L E T O F I R E on Twitter. Uh, brief, I'll drop it in the, in the chat. Um, yeah. Actually, I can do that too. Yeah. R O B L E T O F I R E on Twitter. I think he's also even on um, Instagram. He's Jaeger 89 I believe, on Instagram. So, Soros's reach would extend to progressive organizations, and this is where I wanted to get to. The Working Families Party, whose super PAC raised over $7 million in 2020 and whose largest donor was George Soros's Democracy PAC. Do you think that he's giving this money for nothing? And the Working Families Party's Independent Expenditure Committee spent almost $2 million on ads supporting Biden, Raphael Warnock, Ossoff, trying to win the Senate. But, of course, smaller by supporting Ilhan and Rashida. Working Families Organization, also the sole funder of another super PAC, the Nine, to the tune of a million dollars. It's, it's, a, it's a complex web of super PACs, of LLCs, and... And a lot of these filings, they they don't show anything but uh, blacked out names or no amounts. Yeah. Now, Robbie's, again, doing all the digging to find all this stuff for us, which is amazing. So, again, Thank you, Robbie. Right, yeah, amazing. Sunrise. And this is everybody touts the Sunrise movement. Well, guess what? Sunrise yeah. movement was given over a million dollars during from Open Society. Again, most of its spending was through its super PAC, whose largest outside donor was the aforementioned 1630 Fund, followed by Democracy PAC, which chipped in another quarter of a million dollars. They're being co-opted. They're being co-opted by big money because it takes big money to run these organizations. But they think that washing it through all of these super PACs and all of these some semi-transparent organizations, people aren't going to catch yeah. it. And most people aren't. And people think that right now, oh, the Sunrise Movement, completely grassroots, completely funded by users and completely funded by fans and by you and me. Yeah, not so much anymore. Here's another one. People's Action, another quote-unquote progressive branded group. 900,000 from Open Society. Center for Popular Democracy received seven hundred twenty thousand. While there's five hundred one C four, we get over six hundred k. The latter would fund their in-house super PAC to the tune of approximately nine hundred thousand. There is money being thrown all over the place at these quote-unquote progressive organizations. And look at our friends. Oh, I've seen this name before. Center for American Progress. American Progress. I heard that was a progressive thing. 
our friend our, our friend near Tandon works worked over there for quite a while. I seem to recall right up in the time of the show near Tandon. Right until the time that she took a uh, a job in the White House after yep. her nomination for OMB chair was completely torpedoed and she had to withdraw it because they reminded everyone that she had to delete a thousand mean tweets. Make the road yep. New York. Oh, Soros also donated fifteen million to the Obama Foundation, of course. Of course, of course. Uh, and again, tweet, share to Facebook, email, share this with your boomer friends, share this with your yep. quote-unquote progressive AOC-loving, Sunrise Movement-loving friends to show them that, look, they're not exactly as squeaky clean as we want them to be, um, unfortunately. And again... Ah well, no, that that we're we're gonna fix that right now. Wow, trans Marxist is is going to be modded as well. Of course, of course you. Nice. Are. I think I think now that I'm a member of your the Discord, boomer didn't didn't mod everyone. You should probably mod Colin too, right? I did mod Colin tonight. That was mm -hmm. the, the minute I saw him in there. He got you mod. get a mod. You get a mod. You get, you get a, a mod. mod. Basically, all all the first hundred people that are hanging out are going to end up modded because hopefully one of these days yep. we have more than a few people watching and we will need mods that are OGs and that have been with us from the beginning and hang out and they're cool. So, I uh, of course I did. I've made a terrible mistake, right? <laughs> okay. So enough of Mister Soros. He's a scary looking dude. And yes, no. I outed Soros for doing Another that. Another scary-looking dude. Well, that is a scary... Well, yes, Reef is a scary-looking dude, but before we go to Reef... <laughs> <laughs> oh, more follow the money. And this was in the 1018 Evening Edition. Fed Chair Jerome Powell sold over a million dollars in stocks right before the crash. Of course he did. And which crash was that? October 1st of 2020. First. This was just last year. Mm. Again, you're talking about a member of the All-Star team, Sharon Zhang, truth out. She's fantastic. Love her to love her to pieces. She's great. Why isn't this blowing up? This should be out oh, cuz it wasn't on there. Now we can read it a little a little bigger. So Fed Chairman Jerome Powell sold between one million and five million worth just before the crash last year, according to new disclosure filings reviewed by the American Prospect. Powell's massive sale came on October first. As the month went on, the Dow dropped by nearly six percent or sixteen hundred points. Almost like he had some idea what, what was coming. He had communicated with Steve Mnuchin four times on the day of the sale. Five days later, he said in a speech that if the second stimulus being considered were to fail, the consequent exacerbation of inequality would quote-unquote be, tra be tragic, especially in light of our country's progress on these issues in years. Right. So the same day as Powell's speech, Trump tweeted that he told Republicans to stop negotiating the stimulus package, saying that they should delay its passage until after he won the election, which, of course, never happened. Well, happened. some people, a lot of people still debate whether that actually happened or not. We do not. We, we acknowledge that Donald Trump, that Joe Biden is the president. 
at least he was awarded that awarded that by the electoral college and that the election has been certified so we will go through all of that crap but we would like to see some more transparency from our election machines moving forward i'll say that <clears throat> yep so the same day as powell's speech yeah like i said it the, the dow had fallen 376 points after his tweet and not long after they took away twitter from trump so on October 7th, the minutes of a crucial Fed policy meeting that was held in mid-September were released, and the meeting addressed uncertainty around the financial markets, discussed issues that could threaten it. And he's worth between $20 million and $55 million, according to his disclosure from last year. And guess what? Everybody that was worth between $20 and $55 million before their disclosure, they're worth probably close to double that right now. Yes. It's unclear if his October stock trade broke any laws. <laughs> Likely not. I think that he would have been careful enough not to do that. But then again, this is this was in the Trump era where they could pretty much get away with anything, and they have. They've been pretty much free from repercussions so far of any crimes or wrongdoing that I've seen. The only person that's gone to jail from the Trump era was Daniel Hale. Is that right? Yep. Pretty much. Oh, uh, there have been some some Russians and um there's that George whatever his name guy that went to jail for a couple of weeks and um Carter Page I think might have even gone to jail for a little bit or been held in contempt. Um I it, I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Steve Bannon. I know that he was held in contempt by the House recently. Right. But as Fed chair and he not only has an enormous amount of insider knowledge about the financial markets, but also has sway over the laws governing those markets. He's faced scrutiny from Elizabeth Warren, who called him a dangerous man because of his record of being soft on banks. So again, another scandal rocked the Fed on February 27th. There, the vice chair moved between a million and five million in stocks. And I think, Reef, you actually had put a an article about this somewhere. Yep. About how they've now passed a somewhat toothless law about how Fed shares are not able to trade and own individual stocks at this point because they were trading in stuff like Johnson and Johnson oil and gas companies during the pandemic. Unbelievable. Yep. They're, they're launching an internal review. Sure. They are. She's previously introduced legislation to ban members of Congress. I mean, it's just unreal in August. AOC and, Tlaib, and Rashida Tlaib urged Biden to find a new Fed chair, saying he hasn't taken enough steps. Again, they have they, they can nominate a new Fed chair. I believe that this this was this guy was nominated by Trump. So why are you keeping yeah. any Trump appointees at this point, at all? And not only that, mm. you've got you've also got Trump appointees on the <laughs> Postal Service board. He, one of whom's term expired last year, one of whom expires in five weeks. They have not made any move to make any announcement about a replacement. Sharon Jang, absolute all-star. All Subscribe to Truth Out. Support their work. Love her work. She does some great, great investigative reporting and, and wonderful writing. So that is... Um, our follow the money segment. Nice. All right. And now we go back to our follow the money thumbnail. 
Let's close that out. And now we're going to move into a whole different kind of realm, which is where where's corporate media on a ton of these different stories. And of course, we know how crappy they are. And we know why and we know what's happening. But at the same time, I, I, I want to start calling attention to some of these stories that are happening. And this is something that happened over at Press TV, where a senior journalist in Lebanon identified that one of the Beirut snipers was an employee of the U.S. Embassy. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that flag on the sleeve is kind of a not not good. Um, yeah. And this was completely ignored by American and Western outlets. Okay. Shukuri Abu Saab, an employee of the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, who was said to be among the snipers who opened fire at protesters in, on October 15th. So in a post on his Twitter account, photojournalist Hossein Mort Mortada released a photo of Shukuri Abu Saab and said that he had been one of the snipers. On Thursday, at least seven people were killed. And this is the story, okay, it was the violence the worst in more than a decade and stirred memories of the ruinous 1975-90 to 90 Civil War. In a statement, Hezbollah and Amal said armed groups affiliated with Samir Gaig. Again, this is just terrible, but uh, this this photo is pretty damning. Now, again, I didn't I didn't see a photo of them act of the shots being fired, but that's uh, why are they fingering this guy, and it it definitely leads to question. Uh, I did. Why did you Why did you choose fingering for the phrase? Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird. <laughs> it is, it's definitely weird. A little a little weird. This is the tweet itself. Okay, there's the confirmed that the Gallega militia was behind the sniper killings. Hezbollah says it will not be dragged into a war. And again, they're claiming that we're essentially stoking fires to give ourselves reasons and excuse to stay there, which is not totally out of the realm, but of course you know, we, we also have to take into account that, you know, who the sources are. And we we look at all independent sources and press TV is is national TV for Iran, but they are a global news organization. They have been banned from YouTube, but I think that a lot of that has got to do with, with sanctions and got to do with, with a, a, a broader political situation that's happening. Sure. Yeah, it should probably be elbowing and not fingering. Exactly, darling. So yeah. that that's number one. Um, one of the other articles that I thought that was one of the best articles I've read all month uh, was, was in Consortium News. Uh, Patrick Lawrence, who I'm not familiar with, but I thought that this was uh, an outstanding piece about how the deep state's imperative to colonize independent media is now before us. And I think that you'll yep. recognize some of the photos and you'll recognize some of the people that are described. Okay. Oh, I've looked up some recently. Okay. Okay. Saying that, and I love this article again, if independent media are what keep hope alive for a vigorous, authentic fourth estate, as argued severally in this space, independent media are now subject to an insidious, 
profoundly anti-democratic effort to undermine them. The ICIJ, Francis Haugen, that's the Facebook whistleblower, Maria Ressa. Yeah. Let us consider this institution and these people. They are all frauds. If by fraudulent we mean that they are not what they what and who they tell us they are and claim their to independence from power is bogus. So the deep state, and at this point it is a mere pretense to object to this term, long ago made it a priority to turn the mainstream press and broadcasters to its purposes to make it a uh, to make a press unfree. And this has gone on since the earliest Cold War decades and is well and responsibly documented. So, again, they're saying that if Americans read the many excellent books, that this wouldn't even be a question, but it is. Several new realities are now very evident. Chief among them, the deep state's colonization of corporate media is now more or less complete. CNN filling its airtime with spooks, generals, and a variety of official and formerly official liars can be counted on a total takeover. The New York Times is prima facie government-supervised. As it confesses in its pages from time to time, the WAPO, owned by a man with a multi-billion dollar CIA contract, has turned itself into a comic book. Thank you, Dave Weigel. Anytime we can crap on Dave Weigel, I'm happy to do that. For reasons I will never entirely... (laughs) Prima facie, based on the first impression, in case you didn't know Latin. That mustache is Um, just wonderful. So, for reasons I can never entirely fathom, corporate media have not merely surrendered their legitimacy, they have acted, they have actively, enthusiastically abandoned what frayed claim they may have had to credibility. The National Security State incorporates mainstream media into its apparatus, and then people stop believing the mainstream media. The thrill is gone, let's say. Right? Wouldn't it be prima facie? Look at who it is! Oh, they said so-and-so yelled at me. Um, In consequence of these two factors, independent media have have begun to rise as independent media. They accumulate audiences a little at a time. They acquire the very habits of professionalism the mainstream press and broadcasters have let decay. Gradually, they accumulate the credibility the mainstream has lost. Certain phenomena engendered by independent media prove popular. There are whistleblowers. People inside the deep state institutions start to leak, and they turn to independent media, most famously WikiLeaks, free Julian Assange, to get information out. While the deep states... Also shout out Greenwald and all the people involved in that. Absolutely. While the deep state's clerks and mainstream media keep their heads down, and their mouths closed while cashing their checks, independent media take principled stands in favor of free expression, and people admire these stands. They are, after all, admirable. And we have a few members of the independent media streaming world with us tonight. Those populating the national security state's sprawling apparatus are not stupid. They can figure out the logical response to these developments as well as anyone else. The new imperative is now before us. It is to colonize independent media just as they had the mainstream in previous decades. And actually, Reef was meeting with, uh, or went on, went on with our friend Be the Change to talk about one of those type of instances that we that we discovered. Yep. Who I who I seem coming up right. And, and he's actually he's actually called out. There are some hopelessly clumsy cases. 
I urge all colleagues. CIA understander. Now my new follower on on Twitter, I think. Um, uh, so he says that he ben urges all Benjamin. colleagues. Urge all colleagues to stop bothering with the Young Turks in any capacity. Those running it, creatures of those who generously fund it, are simply infradig. As Matt Taibbi pointed out over the weekend in a piece wonderfully headed, Yes, Virginia, there is a deep state. They've now got some clod named Ben Carollo proclaiming the CIA as an accountable force for good, savior of democracy. This in a video appearing under the rubric Rebel HQ. Oh my goodness. So, as an East European emigre friend used to say, give me break. <laughs> give me break. Give me break. Uh, here's another unfortunate co-option. Democracy now is a subtler instance of colonization. The once admirable Amy Goodman drank the Russiagate Kool-Aid, which I counted the first sign of covert intervention of one or another kind. Then she caved to the orthodoxy on the chemical weapons scam during the Syrian crisis. And, and lately, you have to watch to believe, Goodman has begun broadcasting CNN investigative reports with unalloyed approval. It seems that Democracy Now!'s donors may have threatened to delay their checks. The three recent phenomena suggested above are indications of the deep state's latest tactics in its assault on independent media and the culture that arises among them. It behooves us to understand this. Now, it's really funny that this was written, I believe, right about the same day that Reef went on with Be the Change and that we had essentially gone through his uh, Ben Carollo's LinkedIn profile and seen that he was yeah. with military intelligence and that he calls himself a CIA understander. Yeah, there's a I link. I put the links to that video in there's chat. There's a link in the chat for for that 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 great stream. So, yeah. here's another one: the ICIJ, which completely revealing. Two weeks ago, the ICIJ published the Pandora Papers, a quote unquote leak of 12 million electronic documents revealing the tax fiddling, money hiding doings of 300 odd political figures around the world. The Pandora Papers followed the publication of the Panama Papers in 2016 and the Paradise Papers a year later. And there are many useful revelations in these various releases, but we ought not to be fooled as to the nature of the project. Where did the ICIJ get the documents in the Pandora Papers and how? Explaining providence, authenticity, and so forth is essential to any investigative undertaking, but ICIJ has nothing to say on this point. I believe they did do some pretty heavy sourcing, but they won't reveal their sources. So why all of the people the Pandora Papers exposes? Is there not one American politician on its list? As Moon of Alabama yep. notes in analysis, it amounts the the list to a list of people the U.S. doesn't like. So, and here's where mm -hmm. it really gets suspicious. They they vigorously insist on their independence, and I'm actually a champion of theirs. I have been. They have a channel in my Discord, and I still include their their articles because they do reveal corruption, but their corruption that that is happening in what are America's perceived enemies and it never exposes corruption within Israel. Somebody mentioned that they've never done a story revealing any corruption within Israel as well. So yeah. on close inspection, it turns out to be in to be by any serious 
uh, not to be so by any serious understanding of the term, among its donors are the Ford Foundation, who has long-time ties to the CIA. And again, we heard from our friend Robbie Yeager, the Open Societies Foundation, also a donor to the ICIJ, which is a Soros operation dedicated to cultivating coups in nations that fall outside the fence posts of neoliberalism. So, that's the Midtown offices of the Ford Foundation in Manhattan. The amount of money you can see through that window is insane. Whew. Right. Jeez. Like, look, like, look, like, all right, TV, right? That's easily, like, multi, you know, at least two, three thousand, right? Like, all those chairs, furniture, they definitely didn't get that at, like, the thrift store, you know? Right. Yeah. And that was by Wikimedia Commons. Look at that. Oh, that's Wiki Wikipedia. <laughs> So, group was founded in 97 as a project for Center for Public Integrity, another institution dedicated to inspiring change using investigative reporting, as the center describes itself. Among its sponsors are Ford, once again, Ford. the Democracy Fund, again, Robbie was following the money, which oh. was founded by Omid Yar, Bankroll the Intercept, sponsor of subversion operations yep. in other countries masquerading as civil society projects. Yep. So, again, comprise the source of foundations that support NPR, PBS, other media. These are neoliberal organizations. And if you look at the organizations that was in, you know, that, that participated from the Miami Herald and the Washington Post, again, neoliberal type of establishment, mainstream mm -hmm. media news, no independence. So, what are we looking at here? Not what we're supposed to think we're looking at. And I will return to this question. So Maria Ressa spoke at the World Economic Forum, and she is the co-winner of the Nobel Peace Prize, a Filipina journalist who founded the Rappler. She before or after Obama? Uh, she was after uh, this year. Mm. So Ressa yeah. and the Rap and the Rappler, each insisting on independence, just as the ICIJ does, are straight out lying at this point. They recently received a grant of $180,000 from the Endowment for Democracy, a CIA front. This according to an NED financial report issued earlier this year. None other again than Pierre Omidyar and a group called North Base Media own non-voting shares in the publication. So they are funneling money in, but they probably have behind-the-scenes influence and yeah, non-voting, but that doesn't mean that you don't have some discussion. So Nobel in hand, Maria Ressa has already declared that Julian Assange is not a journalist and independent media needs new regulations. So, again, a tool of the establishment. And then, of course, we come to the Facebook quote-unquote whistleblower, Francis Haugen. Yeah. And this brings us to the case of Francis Haugen, the former Facebook executive who recently appeared before Congress waving lots of documents that she seems to have secreted out of Facebook's offices to argue for, what else at this point, increased government regulation of social media and censorship. Francis Haugen, you see, is a courageous speak-to-truth-to-power speak whistleblower. Never mind that her appearance on Capitol Hill was carefully, carefully choreographed by Democratic Party operatives. It's hard to say who's more courageous, I find. The ICIJ, Maria Ressa, or Francis Haugen. Where would we be without them? The culture of independent media, as it has germinated and developed over the past decade or so, gave us WikiLeaks, 
and its effectiveness cannot be overstated. It gave us all manner of gutsy journalists standing up for the principles of a genuinely free press, and people listened. It gave us whistleblowers who were admired even as the deep state condemns them. Daniel Hale, Chelsea yeah. Manning. Yeah. Even though she's kind of at Glenn Greenwald, which hysteria, you know, whatever, but still put herself out there. Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, say their names, not yeah. just them, but there are tons of whistleblowers out there that put themselves on the line. And, and I hope there continue to be more. And now national security state gives us a secret disclosing crew of mainstream hacks, a faux independent journalist elevated to the highest honors, a whistleblower who was handed her whistle, three crowd pleasers, three simulacra. These three are frauds. They are, they are to independent journalism what McDonald's is to food. Oh, so good. Uh, All right. There's only one defense against this assault on truth and integrity, but it is a very good one. It is awareness. CNN, Democracy Now!, the ICIJ, Maria Ressa, Francis Haugen, none of these are, and many other media are people, and people are properly labeled, but the labels can be written with modest efforts. Awareness and scrutiny, watching and listening will prove enough. I don't know if it'll oh, prove enough, to be honest. That list. But dude, that is fire from Patrick Lawrence, yeah. chiefly for the Good International job. Herald Tribune. This was an excellent article one of my favorites uh, i also wanted to make mention you know he, he did mention about um i missed it i lost it what, what? oh francis haugen how yeah. is it that this woman that nobody knew about in like two days had a blue check on twitter and sixty thousand followers nobody yeah. ever asked that question yep but I, I do, I do think people should go look at uh, and Todd's video over at uh, Be the Change. Be the Change. Um, I put that link in chat earlier if you want to scroll up and find it. It's super good. Again, yeah. consortium news, independently funded. Support this organization. Uh, you've got, you've got um, UN Joe. What's it? Joe Loria, who, who who's over there, and you've got Elizabeth Voss publishes there. Chris, they pick up Chris Hedges' stories. They pick up Common Dream stories. A lot of the stories that you see featured in Independent Left News also make it into Consortium News at some point. Excellent publication. Total integrity. They were founded by Robert Parry. May he rest in peace. I believe he passed away in 2018. And we're still going with where is corporate media because the next story was another one that I didn't see anybody else talking about, and it's our friend Orf. But before we do that, let's let's look at some chat. Say hi to everybody in chat. This article is fire. Totally agree. Uh, Patrick Lawrence was great. Um, yeah, is is she in jail or hiding from CIA with death threats? No, not a whistleblower. Exactly, Darlene. And Chelsea did seem to walk back her her Greenwald comment. Well, that's good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, and that she was going to the intercept instead of Assange. We saw that, and then she really tweeted at him. And then she was on the, the Deconstructed podcast right afterwards. It was kind of a direct shot. 
I think, at, at Greenwald on behalf of the intercept. That that was my take on the whole thing. But I did want to make make you know, mention of Orf. He has uh, a substack called censorednews.substack.com. You can follow him on Twitter at 0RF. He also made the move over to Rumble with Glenn Greenwald when Greenwald made his big announcement. I've been a Patreon subscriber and supporter of Orf since the summertime. I love his editing work. He first popped up on the scene, I think, during doing a Bernie edit and a Bernie video, cutting stuff together back in during the 2020 cycle. And he also does live streams. He streams on YouTube. He streams on. He's got Odyssey. I believe he's now on uh, on Rockfin as well as Rumble, and he's a good dude. Like Orf. Um, so, Julian Assange, first publisher in U.S. history to be prosecuted for publishing classified material <clears throat> in 2019. He asked Jim Acosta what he thought of the historic case and its potential impact. And Acosta dodged the question, instead spoke about Russia in the 2016 election. Even though the charges against Assange, of course, have nothing to do with either. And he's in jail for the Iraq war logs that were published and that were released by Chelsea Manning. So again, such muddying of the truth is why viewers left cable news outlets like CNN for independent news on YouTube. But earlier this year, YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki acknowledged that the platform's sketchy new policy of suppressing independent news and artificially boosting so-called authoritative news sources like CNN. But of course, you can see this. This is unbelievable. In action, you can see this in real time by typing Jim Acosta Julian Assange into the search bar. None of the videos covering Acosta's comments on Assange are in the top search results. They are suppressing the results. But what is showing up, the very top result, is a downvoted CNN video of James Clapper, former titled Former Intel Chief Reacts to Assange Arrest. Okay, no mention of Acosta. And while Clapper briefly discusses Assange, the majority of the video isn't about him. Because before the halfway point, it's changed to Russians, spies, and election meddling, which again has nothing to do with the case against Assange. They're trying to muddy the waters. YouTube says its search results are based on data, including titles and thumbnails. Yet this top search results makes no mention of Acosta and includes no image of either Acosta or Assange in the thumbnail, just James Clapper. YouTube search and discovery team says video rankings are based on satisfaction signals from viewers. Do they like or dislike it? However, the performance of the highly promoted CNN video is extremely poor with more likes than dislikes. They ratioed it. It's from 2019 yep. and it was ratioed and that's what they're promoting as the number one video to watch. Now, in contrast, mm -hmm. a video by our friend Jimmy Dore friend of the show and sir titled jim acosta destroyed over julian assange at newseum which actually does include jim acosta and comment thoroughly on assange is ranked lower in search results despite better performance metrics in every single category view count 12k likes okay mm. likes to dislike ratio engagement and rating all right so when viewers search for Jim Acosta, Julian Assange, YouTube promotes a highly disliked video with no mention of Acosta, 
that's most likely that's most mostly not about Julian Assange and features perhaps the least trustworthy man in America. He famously lied under uh, under oath to the U.S. Senate when he denied that the government was systematically collecting data on hundreds of millions of Americans. Thank you to Edward Snowden for outing that. Since committing the crime of perjury, he has repeatedly lied about his lies, lying at least four separate times about lying to Congress. For example, in addition to lying about lying about mass surveillance, he's lied about lying, lying, about, lying. about spreading the steel dossier, which itself is full with bullshit mm. and lies. During the That's 2020 election, idea. Clapper appeared on CNN to lie about Biden family emails. He told voters that the emails, which suggested cor corruption, were Russian disinformation and dismissed them as classic textbook Russian, Soviet Russian tradecraft. Look at Aaron Permet, duck face. Mm. <laughs> mm. Is that the sound of the duck face? That's, that's, what, that's what it sounds like to you? All right. However, Politico has you, since confirmed that the Biden you duck face man. That's what I wanted to know. Like, did you duck face when you made that noise? And look, like, and, and no I, well, Aaron Burnett's doing duck face, and Clapper's going, "I'm a sad panda." <laughs> oh, you're the saddest man. I'm a sad the panda. Saddest. Well, that lie to your face. Is that okay. like? Is that like resting sad face? Is that is that what that is? RSF, yeah, I guess I guess you could call that RSF. So, Clapper yeah. continues to be a proven source of election meddling disinformation. Yet he remains on CNN, and CNN reigns boosted as an authoritative source by YouTube. <sighs> Besides being an abominable pur purveyor of misinformation, Clapper also dabbles in hate speech. YouTube began its modern mm -hmm. censorship campaign when it removed Alex Jones for hate speech, but for some reason, YouTube allows Clapper to use the same xenophobic rhetoric. In a video on NBC's official YouTube channel, he accuses Russians of being, quote, genetically untrustworthy. Wow. The Russians, he says, quote, What does that mean? Are typically, almost genetically driven to co-opt, penetrate, gain favor, or whatever. Normally, they... G Wow, that's pretty smearing and pretty dense. Stereotyping Russian people as genetically malicious appears to be a violation of YouTube's hate speech policy, prohibiting content that incites hatred against groups based on ethnicity and nationality. Alas, well, they're going to be my best fucking friends. Yes, <laughs> YouTube not only continues to host Clapper's hate speech, the big tech monopoly actively promotes his misinformation network. Us, us Tallahassee boys love our Russians. Thank you to Shout whoever. Out for Kreischer. So Brad, Brad Chrisley. Brad, Brad Chrisley. Brad Chrisley's pretty great. This is what we call two bears, one cave. He's almost, you know, he's almost like down to my weight. You know, I know he works real hard on, Bert, Bert's on getting it, slim, man. you know. Bert's killing it. So, um, again, everybody subscribe. Censorednews.substack.com. This is Matt Orfala. Or Fale. He's got a really funny video where he's got like everybody saying his or... name wrong because nobody knows how to pronounce his name. We just he call him Orf. He put out some heat. He put out some heat today on one of like the main Chappelle protest people and it was, it was Yes, crazy. about that about Daphne, yes. Yeah. Um I did and, like, see that Asian video. Hate. Yeah, and about about yeah. Ashley Marie Preston and some of the wonderful things that she said in her past. Yeah. She's a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. I remember I was still watching TYT at that point 
when she went on TYT and said some of the most awful, heinous things to the point where I don't think that she's been back on that network since. And if so, that's pretty damn gross on their part. Sorry. So, again, like, share, subscribe to ORF. Thank you, ORF. This is great outing of James Clapper and uh, exposing the suppression that's happening at YouTube. That is why everybody is moving over towards Rumble. Everybody's moving over towards Rockfin. Everybody's backing up their channel to Odyssey. And I encourage anyone that's streaming to, to engage with those three platforms, to co-stream out to Twitch, to co-stream out to Twitter, and, and to Facebook as well, because you want to be as diverse as possible. Uh, there's even BitChute. There is... Um, I think it's Ustream is another one or um a uh, super super U I think Aaron Mate was talking about recently. So they're yeah. they're all M Live and D Live are are two other crypto based video platforms that that we can also go live on. So again, I would highly recommend anyone that that's using these platforms to use YouTube as your <clears throat> commercial to drive people to your other platforms in the end um yeah especially if you're monetizing on other platforms and you're looking to monetize i like what the convo couch has been doing i like what the gray zone has been doing where they are putting clips or shorter versions of their streams and then what they'll do is they'll cut off the youtube stream driving people over to the other platforms if you want to watch the rest of the show which i think is is a really smart idea I saw uh, Susie Dawson put out another update for her pancake I need to check out. Did she? Uh, yeah, I think that was a wow. gram or something got, like that. We got a few more um, stories here. So the next one was another one of the top articles that I read all week long. And again, I really didn't see anybody else covering this. And as somebody who started his th this whole venture with a newsletter to read about the corporate infiltration of the newsletter industry when it comes to politics and news. This was really near and dear to my heart. And this was an excellent expose. It's really long. And I, again, highly encourage you to go to the Daily Poster and read all the news that's fit to spin. That's the name of this article. And it exposes specifically the punch bowl it talks about Axios. It talks about several different of these morning publications. I get one also called Morning Brew in my work email that uh, is put out on the review platform through Twitter. And look at who the, their content is sponsored by, presented by ExxonMobil and Chevron and the Healthcare uh, Association. So big corporations, and they're using this as a mouthpiece with their sponsored content. And the Punchbowl News apparently has turned into like a Washington to a checklist, a to-do list. And they these companies have figured out that to get in front of all of the heavies and the decision makers in Washington, that you can sponsor and be part of these newsletters, which are delivered to people's inbox. So Mark Halpern apparently started the note, and this was the beginning of the newsletter business, but now Politico, Punchbowl, Axios, okay? They are openly saying 
they're pioneering the native advertising model, right? It, they're basically corporate horse. So yep. MSNBC and CNN are owned by the telecom giants Comcast and AT&T. Provide these corporate pamphleteers recurring television guest slots to tell the masses how to properly interpret what's happening in Washington. They have sources and you don't. Again, this is such a good article. Sirota, Walker Bragman, Andrew Perez worked really hard in exposing this. I actually was calling mention to this earlier in the week when they were ignoring the Donziger thing in a newsletter sponsored by Chevron. Each day it's it's sponsored by, by one of them or HCA Healthcare, tech companies actively trying to sway and manufacture the discourse parameters for the legislation Punchbowl is covering. And they've they've made mention, you can see in here, there are some screenshots. Yeah, here. Tuesday's Punchbowl newsletter was worse. They had the email headline, Try Believing Joe Manchin, was yet again sponsored by ExxonMobil, the oil company whose lobbyist recently admitted that they talk every week to his office and they actively <laughs> revised history and no in in a way that no doubt pleased ExxonMobil declaring that if you've listened to Manchin and you're still surprised by or enraged by his positions that may be because you're irrationally hopeful that he'll change his beliefs or that you're engaging in wishful and likely unrealistic thinking because he's been wildly consistent I read this and my head fucking exploded honestly my head exploded um, I remember putting screenshots of this out on Twitter, and then two hours later, Andrew Perez put something out also. Uh, Odyssey is a good platform. I'm a little disappointed in their tech sometimes. The, the the thing will just crash on me. I don't know why. But yes, I think they're a really good platform. Um, Manchin said lawmakers should spend as much as $4 trillion, and now all of a sudden it's down to a trillion and a half max, right? So tell yeah. me how wildly consistent he's been. He's wildly consistent in that he keeps dropping the number and that he keeps yeah. backing off and, and, and moving the goalposts. So again, here's what you have to understand about Manchin. Here it is. He gets, he says what he means when he gets heavy pressure from the left and helps him back home, except he's faced very little actual pressure from the left. You won't find any sustained advertising campaign targeting Manchin for working to deny dental vision and hearing benefits to seniors through Medicare, even though seniors in his state desperately need the help. It's unreal. On the other hand, if you live in West Virginia, you, you may have seen ads from a health insurance industry front group claiming Manchin has fought for seniors, by which they mean that he wants to make sure private health insurers keep making huge profits from the Medicare Advantage program. Grosser than grosser than gross. I subscribe to the punch bolts just so that I can see what kind of misinformation they're spreading out there so that I know how to counter it. Talking about, about, about Medicare advantage. Uh, what I'm too old for this shit. Danny, Danny Glover. Uh, Danny Glover. Yep. We, we, have, we, we have covered that story backlogs. a few weeks ago that, that, yeah, he's, he's been doing commercials championing that. Yep. Okay, nor has Manchin faced significant pressure from the Biden White House. Of course he hasn't, because he's done their bidding, essentially. Among the only pushback he faced was a single op-ed op by Bernie, 
published in a West Virginia newspaper calling on him to support the, the party's reconciliation bill that prompted a public meltdown of the from the wolf of West Virginia. Okay, but the most insulting part was Punchbowl writing, here's the reality, Joe Manchin is a filibuster-supporting conservative Democrat who's also an ardent supporter of coal, skeptical of big government, and massive spending packages. Wait. Yeah, but only clean coal. Wait, what? Wait. Wait, I believe that he did vote for the Trump tax cuts, first of all. Uh, sure. Also, well, another recent Punchbowl blast, sponsored by Chevron, six days after... Stephen Donziger was sentenced to jail for the alleged crime of helping a poor community win an environmental lawsuit against the company. Yep. Grosser than grosser than gross. Again, awesome, awesome article. Wonderful expose. Support the Daily Poster. They're growing. They're adding more reporters. I have an annual, I think I already have an annual subscription. Maybe I don't. I was one of the very first subscribers paid to the Daily Poster when it was just called the Sirota Substack. Even the comments are usually good. Okay. Um, yeah, the Sunday shows are ridiculous. ABC used Rahm Emanuel and Chris Christie as representative of the political class, which they are, as is George Stephanopoulos. And the parameters of discussion yeah. are well-defined. I mean, this this is this yeah, is fire. Stephanopoulos or Soros? George. No, no. Well, th this is George Stephanopoulos. They're talking about the Sunday yeah. shows, and and how corporate right wing groups. Everything was sponsored by Pfizer. Didn't didn't Jimmy Dore? Or I saw somebody played a clip yeah, where every single stuff, yeah. major news program had at least a segment that was sponsored by Pfizer. By Pfizer, sponsored by Pfizer. Hey, how about that? It's yeah, sponsored by Pfizer. I saw Caitlin Johnstone tweeted that out too. I, maybe it was Caitlin, and we'll we'll have a Caitlin segment coming up in a little bit. Um, no, you never have Caitlin. Yeah, we've what? got a Kate. Of course, we've got Caitlin's corner. So also Ooh. this one, this one's bad. Uh, let me go back and take out the reader mode, so that does run faster. And let's go back to what's up, dudes. I, what's up, everybody? I now know you know. Now you know what that woo's from when I do it. <laughs> you watch that. Jimmy Dore the, is the... going to be publishing exclusively first to Rumble, and then it will be making the segments. Will be making it to YouTube afterwards. Um, yeah, you can already see that that his view counts on Rumble are are going sky high. Yep. Um, way way up. He's not going to do exclusive um, live streams, though. I don't believe because you actually have to pay twenty five dollars a month to live stream. The rumble, believe it or not, he probably watch, will not. Would be my guess. Um, did you watch Jimmy's segment on the uh, the Exxon guy getting tricked on the on the interview or whatever? I did. I did see that. Yeah. And actually, Dontel unapologetic watched that segment and he rearranged his entire live stream to cover it because he couldn't believe it. I remember seeing that segment from from News Channel Four in the UK back four four or five months ago when this first came out, and I was kind of surprised right. that nobody else covered it, but. Let me go back to the next article, which is out of Common Dreams, an amazing publication. And I think this is um, Julia Conley, who was, yep, Julia Conley, who's one of the all-stars and one of the top writers over there. Report details, jaw-dropping abuse of asylum seekers by U.S. border agents. 
And this isn't 2020. This isn't 2019. This is kids in cages. This is October 21st of this year. Yep. A report by Human Rights Watch out Thursday is being reviewed by the, the for, by Homeland Security after it detailed how asylum seekers have faced years of physical, sexual, and verbal abuse at the hands of CBP agents at the U.S.-Mexico border. I don't think there's any surprise, <clears throat> but based on 160 reports filed by asylum seekers, the report titled, They Treat You Like You Are Worthless, describes asylum seekers facing beatings, threats of violence, molestation, and destruction of their personal documents, among other abusive conduct. Gross. Awful. One asylum seeker at the San Francisco Asylum Office told DHS that the office had interviewed a young child who was sexually molested by someone we believe to be a CBP offer, uh, officer, but they don't know for sure. They were apprehended by Border Patrol, sent to the icebox, which is a border holding cell. Then this occurred. The young girl was forced to undress and touched inappropriately by a guard in the icebox wearing green with the name tag redacted course oh the name tag was not redacted but they say what the name tag said in some cases reported okay. by asylum officers border patrol agents did not conduct credible fear interviews as they're supposed to when they apprehend a migrant to determine if the faces faces the threat of persecution or violence in their home country or falsified re reports regarding the migrants credible fear one says she testified that she told the immigration officers she was afraid to return, and they wrote down she said she was not. She stated that the immigration officers did not tell her what she was signing when they typed it in her signature. Another asylum seeker from Honduras reported to an officer that when he refused to sign paperwork out of fear that the documents, which were in English, were deportation papers, a CBP agent told him that he was not able to seek asylum in the U.S. and if, that if he didn't sign it, he was going to be sent to jail where they were going to rape him. Oh, God. Oh. A threat of rape is a gross violation for refusing to sign paperwork. And that was not made clear to an applicant. Compounded by the fact that this applicant was, in fact, raped, which resulted in him fleeing his country. It is extremely disturbing that the officer acted with such insensitivity. And in my personal opinion, this is a serious act of misconduct. And again, repeated document case, documented cases. Joe Biden said the agents in another video that happened while Trump was president would be held accountable. Well, of course. Yeah, sure. We'll hold, we'll hold the Trump area guys accountable. But Biden administration should not be oh. making excuses for failures by DHS, of course. HRW reported that DHS has not responded to two requests the group made in the past month, asking them for information about investigations or disciplinary actions that have resulted from several cases of abuse, including violations of due process and dehumanizing treatment. Terrible. Del Rio. Of course, that's where all the Haitians were being deported from. Interim policy of the, the Undocky Black Network has seen summaries of the records HRW obtained. CBP suffers from long-standing and serious transparency, oversight, and accountability issue deficits. 
says the Project on Government Oversight. Long-term change relies on the understanding that the fundamental profession reforms may struggle to take root until CBP's outdated model of border enforcement, one that depends on deterrence through militarization, is revised, and CBP's footprint in border communities is reduced. A freaking men. Let's do that. Let's do that now. But of course, we know who, what's going to happen. Nothing will fundamentally change. But Nothing's going to happen. Where is corporate media reporting any of this? Where? Totally disappeared. Nowhere. I have a couple more, a couple more stories to get to, and then then we can get to Reese boats crashing into boats. other boats section. But boats. I did want to make a section of indie writers you need to read. And this is somebody who I've been reading for a while, and I can't believe that we are nine weeks and nine episodes in, and this is the first time that I'm shouting her out. Uh, she's actually a friend of mine on Twitter. I, I met her, you know, we quote-unquote met virtually through me reading her articles and retweeting her and sharing them. She's outstanding writer. You see, she's got over 12,000 followers on Medium. Her name is Lauren Elizabeth. Um, this article, now I am maxed out because I read every one of her articles. I don't subscribe on Medium, but she does have a Ko-fi account, which I do uh, encourage everyone to support. I'm not a Medium fan and not a fan of subscribing to Medium as a platform. Similar to Rockfin in that you pay five bucks a month, I believe you get access to everybody's work. Just not a fan personally. And what I have learned is that if you open the article in a private window, you will be able to see the full article without having to subscribe. And I did love very much her this one, and I thought everybody here would really enjoy reading it as well. xlauren-mx.medium.com and I do very frequently include her in the top five for leftist.today. And she's frequently appearing in independent left news. And she's got a, an adorable little kitty cat also. Lives in upstate New York. Now, Lauren is actually a, uh, a healthcare professional worker. She's a, a healthcare worker's aide. And she does this on the side, you know, uh, in her spare time. And she writes very consistently, beautiful writing. Sometimes it's she writes a lot exposing what's going on with mansion and cinema and the rotating yeah. villain stuff within within the party, correctly predicting what's going to happen sometimes weeks in advance. And this one I thought was really high quality and fit it's, with what we're talking about, which is that Joe Biden is weak and the American people will pay for it and that there are real long term consequences for his inability to effectively lead. And what I love about her stuff is that they are short reads, but they are to the point. They are poignant, and they've got some gut punches, similar to like a Caitlin Johnstone. So before he was even elected, I and countless others questioned whether or not Joe Biden was the leader to meet this movement. Of course, we're among them as well. With the coronavirus pandemic raging, inequality rising, people desperate for a change, regardless of where they might find themselves on the political spectrum. There's no denying that whoever would occupy the office of the president following Trump would face unique challenges uh, they would be willing to ta they would need to be willing to tackle. 
To this day, Washington Democrats rapidly coalesce around the most milk toast, boring status quo politician they could find in an effort to beat the candidate who not only polled well against Trump, but got more people excited than any Democratic candidate in decades just to stop Medicare for all and higher taxes on the wealthy was an experience that has forever changed the way I view politics. Not only that, they organized better against Bernie Sanders than they ever did against the GOP. Boom. And what mm-hmm. I one of the things that's cool about Medium is you can actually highlight that and tweet it as a quote. Nevertheless, here we are with Joe Biden, left wondering what's going to happen next. Joe Biden is incredibly weak. As much as liberal voters and loyal Democrats might like to deny it, the man can't even hold his caucus together, much less keep a campaign promise. After all, in not even a year in, and we've already abandoned the $15 minimum wage, police reform, immigration reform, and negotiating drug prices for Medicare. Throughout the tenure of his presidency, the bravest thing he did was, Af- was exit Afghanistan. Unfortunately, that bravery and willingness to do what is objectively the right thing to do doesn't seem to extend to fighting for legislation that would benefit the American people. He's right. had a year to prove himself. Well, it's been really nine months. Right now, regardless of whether or not his administration is directly responsible or not, the American people who don't follow politics see supply chain issues, gas prices skyrocketing, food grocery prices skyrocketing, inflation across the board, and a president who can't even get his own caucus behind him at a time when the party holds the House, the Senate, and the White House. Not only oh. that, but when members of his own party hold the hold his agenda hostage, he does nothing aside from shrug his shoulders and pretend as though there's nothing he can do. It's not only not only is it weakness, it's weakness that the American people are going to end up paying for in the end. As she said before, she doesn't care. She could care less. I could not care less about Joe Biden, his fellow corrupt corporate Democrats, or their political futures. I don't care about Kamala Harris wringing her hands, unable to figure out how she should how she could possibly be so unpopular. I don't care about Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi. I care about the fact that their flailing and fundamental inability to get anything done is paving the way for a Republican landslide in 2022. Yep. A Republican Party that has learned its lessons has already begun gerrymandering districts in order to ensure they secure the House for the next 10 years minimum and is facing the undeniable reality that democracy is an inconvenience they could live without. Okay. I Again, debatable, but okay, I, I see what she's saying. And here we are with a Democratic Party that still treats all this like politics as usual. Joe Biden can't even figure out how to fight for his own legislation that would shape his legacy. And we're expected to believe he's going to lead the Democratic Party through the midterms and hold the House and Senate? And yet we can really be surprised when his career, when his entire career is encompassed with concessions the right under the guise of negotiations even when cnn is talking about how this next election could spell disaster for democrats there's only so many warnings that can be given biden himself seems to understand that he's the last dying breath of neoliberalism's reign there's a bloodbath coming politically and the democrats will only have themselves to thank for it she dares them to run vote blue no matter who again let's see how it turns out well we know how it's going to turn out, and we know that they're going to do the, just that. But again, please donate to her Kofi account. Lord Elizabeth, she's mm-hmm. outstanding. Joe Biden is weak. Can't agree more.
Great work, Lauren. Thank you for your support, for your work. Really appreciate your voice out there. Let's go back to the thumbnail. Before you go to the next one, can you fix the Discord stream? Because it, like, wasn't scrolling. It wasn't scrolling? Like, I couldn't see any of, like, now it's updated. Okay. I think, like, you, like, I don't know. Scroll down the page for me on this one real quick. Okay, yeah, that works. Okay. It was just that one tab didn't work. Weird. So I noticed I that a friend of ours questions. started a Substack this week. Yep. Nick Cruz, congratulations. Everybody go over and subscribe to Nick's newsletter, progressivemartialartist.substack.com. Did want to give yep. him a little I shout just, out. He just gave me a like on Twitter or something. The Democratic Party is where movements go to die and state violence expands. So good. Definitely, definitely read this and check this one out. Subscribe and support. And I don't know if he's got uh, monetization turned on yet, if you, if he's connected to Stripe. But you can definitely support Fred Hampton Leftists on Kofi. Again, detailed with screenshots, receipts. Biden's class yeah. war, showing exactly what he's talking about. Incredible piece. Good job, Nick. Nice. There you go. There's where you can support Nick's work. Cash App, Venmo, Patreon. Yeah. Great work. Finally, we've got yep. Caitlin's Corner. And Caitlin. this was actually, she published this last night. I put it in this morning's uh, edition. We are ruled by apes with PR firms. I just thought that was <laughs> freaking genius. I love her. I love her. Right? And of course, you can listen to the reading, which is droll and hilarious. But there are some great little snippets in here. Again, subscribe to Caitlin's newsletter, caitlinjohnstone.substack.com. She's the best. Kofi, Patreon. I don't know if she has Patreon. I think she just has Kofi. That's where I subscribe to her. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, we're watching sociopathic oligarchs show, shore up more and more control over the global population. Our electoral systems are rigged to prevent us from doing anything about it. And our information systems are stacked to prevent mass scale direct action against it. <laughs> yep. You can't vote your way out of a problem you never voted your way into in the first place. You can't have a revolution while everyone is successfully propagandized into accepting things as they are. Any solution, therefore, is going to have to come from somewhere they haven't secured. I mean, this is so good. Here's the we're ruled by apes with PR firms. Yeah. The sociopaths who rule our world are no more conscious of their own inner processes than your average serial killer. Just so good. So good. And again, no normal people want digital identity laws passed. Rank and file members of the public aren't sitting around going, man, it sure sucks we can't prove our identity online with a digital ID that contains all our information. Only the powerful want this, and for good reason. This is a link to the Gray Zone article from Max Blumenthal about digital passports. And um, who was the other person? Um, I can't think of him, but outstanding piece there as well 
If you're voicing very basic human rights concerns about mandates and digital IDs, we'll get you called an anti-vaxxer, and it will. Is there any reason to treat that label like it's an, like it's a real thing with any actual meaning anymore? Yeah, Planet of the Propagandists is right. You know what's funny? I saw that next one as a tweet you just put out. Like, that whole thing is like... These are notes from the edge of the narrative tweets. matrix. So these are, like, kind of her yeah. deep thoughts rearranged. Yep. Sometimes they're haiku, sometimes they're tweets, sometimes, sometimes they're a paragraph. But either way, they're they're steeped in brilliance anytime Caitlin's gonna gonna put them out. Because I saw this one. First hackers, then Havana syndrome microwave beams. It sure is crazy how Russia keeps attacking the US in invisible ways that only US intelligence agencies can see. <laughs> so good. I'm old enough to remember when advancing U.S. military objectives needed to be justified by actual physical events, like planes crashing into buildings. Now it's justified by invisible, unverifiable allegations for which the evidence is classified. Classified. So good. Tax the rich in practice just means tax the rich a tiny amount more, which will make no different, no material difference, and will be rolled back the instant Republicans are in control. In practice, slow yep. incremental change always means no change at all. The purpose of establishment propaganda is to deceive the ruled into believing that their interests are the one are one and the same as the interests of their rulers. I think it was actually before Bill Moore really turned turned the corner, he used to say, How is it that every Republican's interests align perfectly with that of the Koch brothers? And I thought that was sure. actually a really good point. Yep. Again, everybody support our wonderful friend, Caitlin Johnstone. She does have a Patreon, PayPal, buy her books. Subscribe on CaitlinJohnstone.com or on Substack. She's also on Medium. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, racist version. platforms excluded, has her permission to republish because she's based and she's kick-ass and we love her to death. And she accepts mm-hmm. Bitcoin donations if you want to hook her up with it, with that. Nice. So thank you, Caitlin. Thanks for the retweets this week. You're blowing up my Twitter and I love it and I appreciate it. And I really appreciate all your support and we appreciate your, your voice out there and we need we, we need more voices. So India's wiped at an hour forty five since we went live and it is time. Yeah. Just the two of us. Two of Woo! us. Together, if we try. Oh, I gotta stop singing. I sing boats so well that you can copyright into it. Other boats. Boats, boats crashing, crashing into, into other, boats. other boats. What are we seeing? We're seeing Twitch. Hi, Twitch. Why are we looking at Twitch dashboard? Because I haven't pressed this button yet. Oh, uh, wow. Hey, that. Wow. Oh, isn't that this makes nice? Me, maybe I. Uh, oh, wait. Wow. I gotta go back. Hold on. I gotta go back here. Wait, Morty. Now we have to do... Morty, that is yummy. Morty. Morty. That's delicious. You can't hear it. Oh, there I can't we go. hear it. Um, oh, my God. Oh. Crashing oh. into other Literally boats. Literally boats crashing into other boats. <laughs> yes. So now we have a like just... an intro to the segment. <laughs> I will. I will be pulling together an intro completely. Yeah, yeah we'll need. We'll need an but intro for that. That's great. I gotta go grab the Jimmy clip and stuff. But anyway, I just thought it would be funny. Uh, but yeah, this 
this lovely piece of work right here, which if oh. anyone wants to make me one of these and, and just nail it, you're welcome. It's, are they literally smoking a $100 bill? No, that's a particular paper you can buy. And wrapped in... Um, like rosin. Oh with the little, I love when people do this little, like they take like one little leaf out of the nug and use it as like the, I love, it's just the detail. And then, and then dipped, you know? then dipped in THC yeah. crystals. Yeah. And then so, he rolls the whole thing in crystals. Here's, here's another one. Shout out to, shout out to our trees, home of the ants. Right? Here's, here's how you do it, right? You just, you just toast, you toast the edges. Yeah. Right, you just toast those edges, and then you can just boop. Oh, look at that! And pull that right on out of there, what a lovely and then hat. and then you get that to was... toast all those little edges. And, mm. Damn. But uh, so in in two thousand eight, right, the Vermont prison inmates were being used as labor to make decals for cop cars. You boys like Mexico? They... Woo! <laughs> that means they edited, super troopers. They, they edited the design to hide a pig in the image. Oh my god. Thirty cop cars <gasps> drove around Vermont with the hidden pig. For oh my god, I see it right there. Ah! Before it was discovered. Wait, yeah, here, I'll, I'll wait, there's two of movie them. Movie. Yeah. yeah wait, scroll down. It's underneath the yeah, mountain so on the right, on the left one. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, there's you, two inside. Wait, but then there's a pig inside. Yeah, that's not so a cow, is, that's a pig. Right? Yeah. Well, this is a cow, but oh. on the cow, is, in the cow, they oh, put the pig. My like, clear word. as day, this little pig. Right? Like, that's, that's it great. zoomed in there. That is beautiful. Like, I love if if you can if you can resist like this, I am down for any any of those, you know. NWA already has the quote. You're welcome to go listen to that whole song multiple times. FTPs. You know I mean? Yeah. Coming straight from the underground. So, right, so we're getting a lot of one weed of our stuff this week. Okay, I like that. You always got to you always got to start the show, get everyone in the mood, right? So you got you got your weed, you got your little little bonzies, and some pish washer. Are you gonna shotgun? Okay, no that. That's not water. That is not well, water. I don't know how well that filters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, probably. Oh, why do I have a feeling grossed. I know what's coming? Why do I have a feeling I know what's coming? He's going to shotgun that and then shotgun the beer out of the bong. Oh, my God. Ew. Oh, my God. Ew. <laughs> That's a real foamy one too. Oh. Like. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and he does it. He takes it like a champ. <laughs> like. Wow. That's what's up. Damn. Like. Will you be my friend? Um. So we got we got another one of these awesome. Uh, like you got, you got the little, you see the little rosin snake they got going in there. Yep, that's a resin right. snake, sure. Yep, or a hash snake that nice, looks like a rolled out. A nice line herbage, of and then you know this cool guy. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh, you little bastard! 
Yes. Señor Gatito, no. Es muy malo. No. Oh, fucking the cat, like the cat just uh, bip, bip, ah! double taps it. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, that hurts so much. That just cost him a bunch of cash. <laughs> oh, you got to do that. You got to do that vacuum with the sock on it trick. That's that's what you got to do now. You know. Oh gosh. But uh, so I just I, you know I I wanted to welcome you to Florida since. You, you've 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 got some trips coming up. Yeah. Right. I just figured. Hey, oh, you all right, bro? You doing okay? I think he drunk. I think Are he you drank drunk? too much. Are you drunk? Are you drank drunk? Too much. Pull over. Pull over. Pull over. Have you been drinking too? I love I love how he's like he he asked the gator like, you've been drinking. Pull over. <laughs> like, Pull over. So, you're not allowed to walk your gator on Sunday in Florida. I just figured you should know. But uh, what do we got? I think I got some dad zone. Oh no, we got we got just idiots smacking things. Oh my god. Uh, See now that is going to get me. That is going to get our suspended or or get get the thing no. like hidden behind a what in in slow mo. Yeah, Girl, she's fine. Come on, and she's okay. She's maybe. But, okay. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Facebook's not gonna like that. I mean, they like they Facebook like literally the, put a violent. Literally, uh, we did a stream for yeah, two hours, how much did, and Facebook how much put did a violent Facebook, filter over it because of this. <laughs> how much did Facebook make off like Deontay Wilder ads? Thanks, like, Facebook. Come on, what do we got? All right, we got another. We got another kung fu master with a mask. Oh. oh. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love the little skippy kicks. The spin moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just the meanest right hook. Bip. Okay. Just, uh, Next. this one's, this one's part of the dad zone, right? And it's weird because, because they, they, they NSFW'd it. So they blurred it, right? Okay. Which I don't know why they blurred it. Right. So when you finally let your kids dress themselves, right? You, you know, this is the first time you let the kid pick out the costume, right? I think it's on backwards. Oh no! This isn't Pornhub, guys. No. Oh my no. goodness! Like, oh, I love boy. that. Is that like oh, a Pooh Bear costume? What is that? I, it's either a, it's a, it could be a monkey. I, I love I monkey. love how the first the first inclination, by the way, from it's the child shake. is is helicopter. Yeah, just just helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might be a girl. I think that's a daughter. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a natural reaction, right? Mm. Um. So we got this is. I feel like this should be you after a long day at the trampoline park with your kids, right? Oh Just, no, oh, I'm tired of this nonsense. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, into the foam pit. <laughs> yep. Nice. Like, just into the foam pit. 
I just actually love the way she's I, like, I would actually bounce my kid off the trampoline yeah. and into the foam. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. I'll that's take right. that. Oh, okay. funny. Okay, phone page. What do we got next? Oh, we got we got we got this this thing with the children. It's oh. one of my new favorite subreddits. Kids are fucking stupid. Um, what could possibly go wrong here, you think? Oh no. Oh no! Seven-year-old driving that truck. <laughs> yep, that's that's it. It's just seven-year-old driving the truck. That's definitely you know? not the United States. I can tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. My father learned to drive at like that age. He had Absolutely. seven brothers and sisters. That's he really had to drive. Cool. That's pretty bad. Yeah, like say. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's a move. Like well, you gotta get you're you're the oldest. You gotta get the kids to the hospital. Okay. Kind of based. You know. Kind of based. Yeah. Uh, future participant in a game show. That's all the title of this was. Oh! Oh, it's Wipeout. You know, oh! Oh, and again! You know what? They have these at, at like, we have, like, our local town day, and they have one of these yeah. things. Yeah, and again! And oh. Getting, oh! He oh. got slammed oh, again! Oh, again! I didn't watch it that far. Oh my I god. watched two of them and I was like, oh, that's perfect. Oh my god. Oh. Like, and wow. he keeps getting up and getting on. And he's okay. I love it. He's okay. All right, we're, we're up on the, we, we got good diving form here. Oh, it's the, the triple indie. We got the triple indie. Yeah, this is the very end of the Triple Lindy. You're lucky I'm old enough to remember that. Not the Triple Indy, um, but the Triple Lindy with an L. I would like to see the Triple Indy at some point. That will be a choice maneuver. Yeah. Um, and we go up, tuck, and in. Uh-oh. Oh, double. Uh -oh. Can he make three? No. Uh-oh. And flat. Pure flat. Just... Ooh. Was that all a the sting in the world? Did 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 he mean to plank? Because he did. No, no, he's meant to like he he under rotated. Yeah, I think. He, and like friend, he meant he meant to dive back into the water, right? The French like, fried when you should have pizza. You should have pizza. Have a bad you gotta time. have bad time. You gotta have a bad yeah. time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Speaking of diving, pip. And just dad wiped out, just nothing left, you know, like kid coming over, making sure you're okay. He, he it, it was his fault. He was like, I'm going to do it. Wait, Steve, hold my why beer. Am I seeing, Bip. Why am I seeing text behind him, behind that? Oh, I'm watching um, chat. I don't know. How? Oh. Uh, it's on sense. his shirt. Wow, look, Eric Thomas's chat's on his shirt. <laughs> Check that shit How out. Is that? Oh. That's not through. That's through yours, huh? Really? No. What is that? Where is that coming from? That's that's, that's opera. That's your yeah, opera. but like, how is that? He's he's wearing a transparent shirt. Or he's green screened or something. That's crazy. I don't think so. It's just doing that on its own. Okay, well, that's kind of creepy and disturbing. Stop. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. Make it stop. Uh, Make the bad man stop. Yep. I think it's because of the, the mod the mod thing. Maybe. Yeah. Is that the YouTube chat that you're seeing through there? Yeah, well, uh, it's restream. Or is it the actually. Twitch chat? It's the restream chat. Okay. I don't think that's. I don't think that was on mine. Okay, that's weird. I don't think so. That's on. That's on your bread weirdness. Okay. Like, I don't see that. I'm not even overlay. I don't see that overlay. I'm not even. Overlay. Yeah, I don't now see I don't that see overlay. It. Now I don't see it anymore. Bit. All right. All right. I, I, enough of dad wiping out here. What's that? Yeah. We got? we got we got skateboard guy. Everyone loves skateboard guy. Right? So we're 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 gonna send with skateboard guy. And he kickflips beautifully and he goes all the way. Where do you think this could go wrong, Indy? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, oh he's fine. He's fine. Okay. Okay. He's good. Wow. He's good. He made that, it. That that he that, made it. That was close. I feel like I have to have with, 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 you know, with Indy here, I have to have like those, like, he grabs the hat from underneath the door, you know? Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Voila. But yeah, he's, he's, he's gotta have the hat though. Um, so we've got, what could go wrong? Um, oh what could go wrong with trying to push this big brick chimney, chimney off this house? Off the roof? Everything. Look at this. And right through the bush. Oh, right through the bush. I know it. I know it. <laughs> I love the. I love the guy. Right. It has to have the, the. I told you so immediately. Like. Oh. You know. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad everybody's laughing at him. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> Made it down. It's we down. need a plywood anyway. <laughs> That's what they said. Chimney we need down. a plywood anyway. I love it. So Chimney down. Do you like do you like drones, Indy? Uh, you know do you yeah, know sure, do you yeah. know how expensive do you know you know how expensive drones are? You can Especially get them for ones as little as like five hundred bucks, right? I they're not that uh, expensive, but they're not cheap. DGI DGI's got them for like a couple thousand. Um. Oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. oh. Just a peaceful, serene underwater okay. scene. <laughs> Something tells me that that wasn't supposed to happen. Nope. That we went we went underwater. Um. Oh. I I figured it would just shut off the minute it hit water. So it's got to have some underwater capability you know wow but uh speaking of underwater we have these these Burt Kreischers in training um <laughs> the machine I am the, the machine. machine I am the machine <laughs> right <laughs> they are the machine and they're gonna machine all the way down on their GNU this is a GNU might be a canoe, but whatever. I think it's a gun. All the way down. And then finally, like, like everyone no in the water. as good gunoos with Gary Gunu, that, that, that gunu? Yes. 
Yep. Gotcha. Yep. We have Mr. Bicycle. We have this bridge and a lot of, like, what my skater friends would like to call razor blade concrete. Right? Okay. Like, whoop, whoop, right, right through it. Is that the, that the L.A. River? I think that's I the L.A. River right there. I don't know what river that is. <laughs> I think that's the L.A. River. That's their, like, it's in, like, all those movies. Uh, what could go wrong climbing over a hill with a loaded truck? These are, these are my it looks too expensive <laughs> right section. Hmm. Um, we got big truck full of bricks. He's gonna make it up the hill. He's gotta make it. Super heavy, lots of bricks. And eventually. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, no. Meu Deus do céu! Bricks on the car! No, no, no. That's the bueno. Everyone was okay! Wow. No people were hurt during the making of this video. Yep. Well, it, it, it depends on what you describe as hurt, right? Well, like, the, car, the car was the hurt. The people were severely injured, yes. Okay. Yeah, well, people's that's... pocketbooks would probably hurt. So, this well, is a who's closed. Like I saw the title. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an an elevated, like one of those glass bottom pools. Oh boy. Right. Oh no. So what do you think could go wrong with a glass bottomed pool? That would be the where, like, you know, people out. would be underneath this, right? Like at a party scene, <gasps> and all of that water just goes. I know that glass, more importantly. And luckily, we have the underneath footage as well. It was well. in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Boom! Just wow. like... Oh, and it moved the car! <laughs> car! It moved the yep. car. Oh, my word. Like... Oh, that is a bad day. That's crazy. That's a bad day. That's a real bad day, yep. I just love the, well, pool's closed. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Don't try to jump in the pool or you'll end up in the parking lot. <laughs> yep. Well, wow. that's that's the end of, of boats cool, today. Man. Cool. Right on time. Right on 205. Well, it's always right on time. Um, yep. So... Going back to the <sighs> Substack, everybody like, share, subscribe. Here's the Substack. By the yep. way, I did put the links and the show description in the notes already and saved and updated that. So after you close the stream and we're done, you can refresh and you can actually see all the links to all the articles that we covered tonight. Um, everybody go to the Substack if you don't mind, independentleftnews.substack.com or leftist.today is the easy way to get there. Give this right. give this one a like if you don't mind. 
appreciate that. Helps with the algorithm type of stuff. Follow us all over, and I'm bringing this up again, independentleft.media. That's our link tree for all the links that you see here. Of course, you see them here too. We are also now, this week, starting this week or last week, I set up a Rumble page. Yeah. So we're now also on Rumble, and all of the show episodes for the last four or five weeks are also here on Rumble. A episode 8, nice. episode 7, episode 6 are all here, as uh, well as the daily updates that I do twice a day. You're you, going to put night mode on. I, is there night mode for Rumble? I didn't think that there was. Gotta be. Some of the sites no still don't have it. Night mode uh, I'm, not, I'm not a night mode. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a night mode guy, so if well, it is available, I'll certainly do that. Um, of course, subscribe to Independent Left News. Follow us on Twitter at IND Left News. We get the automation set up for a lot of different channels whenever they go live. Look at, look at that. Mine's, oh. mine's on night mode. Oh. How did, how, but how, it might be my browser. Okay. So It might be your browser. Okay. Oh, wow, it automatically yeah. converts it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, again, we're on Telegram. We're on Substack. We're on every platform you can think of. We're live on Twitch. We're live on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. We even did a live pre-show onto our Telegram channel, which I didn't realize you could stream live to. Looking more at Instagram TV, IG.TV. That's a pretty cool platform as well. Um. Again, thank everybody for sticking with us, for hanging out tonight. We'll be working on putting out clips during the week of all the different segments and articles. And uh, appreciate everybody contributing and appreciate my my cohort over here, Reef, for hanging out and getting those boats crashing into other boats videos. And yep. uh, you know what? Before we go, let me just throw the links up there real quick. Hey, there they are. So again, you can find us on all these platforms at IND Left News. Also, independentleft.gg is our Discord server. That's that's the jet stream. We're on Vimeo, we're on Instagram, we're on every step you take. Sorry. Thanks, Reef. All right, have a good night, everybody. We're we're cutting out for the night. night. We'll see you next Saturday night, midnight. For how did we miss that? Night, everybody. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Peace. Love. So if you like this podcast, please help our show grow by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. For more content, you can follow Independent Left News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IND Left News and subscribe to our YouTube channel. To get news updates twice a day to your inbox, subscribe via email on the independentleft.news website. Join our Jetstream 24-7 News and Opinion Discord at independentleft.gg with more than 50 channels, each dedicated to a different outlet, journalist, YouTuber, or political comedian. Thanks, everyone. Remember to check out independentleft.news in your browser and subscribe to our podcast for news updates.